This is the Beyond the Story podcast, a show that goes way beyond the story. And now, Sebastian Frost! Brenda, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm glad you took a few minutes out of your day to hang out with me here on the... uh, Kidding. What show is this? Oh, yeah, the Beyond the Story podcast. That's right. I tell people's story. Well, I'm hosting three shows these days. I need to post it notes on what show is yeah. what on here. Yeah, right. Yeah. You got to know where you are, man. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So glad we got a chance to connect. You reached out to me. I didn't have anything available on the calendar at the time. Moved some stuff around. And next thing you know, here we are. So I'm so glad we were able to make this happen um, and excited to learn more. Uh, about your story. That's what I like to do. I like to go back to the beginning of the story. Where did it all begin uh, when you started doing that one job that led to this next opportunity, et cetera? So let's back up um, and to, you know, to the beginning of the story, whatever the beginning is uh, for you. Oh, dude, I'm 51. That's a long road. Oh, you do know that, right? Uh, so shoot, where I am today is I have surprisingly become a serial entrepreneur. I, d- I did not believe that I was going to be working on building the number of businesses that I'm doing right now. Um, but I'm I'm in a position where I'm able to do it smartly, wisely, quickly, efficiently, and cut out a lot of the, the garbage that most people who become an entrepreneur get sucked into. And um, that's going to set myself up and the future for very fast, rapid growth. and. Um, that has taken about two years of my time to figure out how to do this. And I'm there and I'm really excited about it. So uh, I am a little background. I'm a recovering HR professional. Um, I don't do the, really the HR work very much anymore, but I still teach it. I still help other people who are trying to figure out how does this whole HR infrastructure thing work. And when did you start doing all that? When did you start doing HR stuff? I started getting into it about 30 years ago. That sounds and, crazy to say, doesn't it? It's like th- 30 years uh, yeah. ago, I started Tried. doing yeah. <laughs> it's I different keep hearing people, it and saying it. <laughs> I keep I keep telling people I just moved back to Miami from Southern California. That was in 2008. That was 14 years ago. I'm like, I just I moved back. It's like two thousand. It's like we see reruns of like the Big Bang Theory, and we still think it's two thousand and eight. You know? Yes, I just <laughs> like, I, I just watched The Office for the first time, so I just you know I, oh, we, I can't we do The Office. We were I didn't think I could either back in the day when it was on, and then I started to have an appreciation for Steve Carell, and then I did enjoy it, and then he left the show, and the and it was all downhill from there. That's a difference of opinion. That's a very unpopular opinion, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> we define our own timelines around here, right? That's right. Exactly. We know who we know our own mind. Yes. So uh, started working, getting out of that, looking at different passive income opportunities, uh, started getting, I, w- I found an opportunity to, to do something new at the ground level. And that's working in the drone industry in several different ways between being a drone range uh, partner and operator <clears throat> to teaching and working with law enforcement, public safety, um, how to actually utilize drones in a tactical perspective. Um, on my team, there are a cadre of Navy SEALs, retired SEALs uh, that are familiar, um, and they they really care. So it's nice when we can get them paired up with different um, law enforcement agencies to be able to say, hey, listen, have you ever thought about looking at something like this? Have you ever looked at doing it this way? And really helping them build that kind of effective mindset. So the ultimate goal is to 
you know, really increase the ability to effectively help and defend and protect, you know, public, you know, private citizens. Um, And 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 it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm actually working on a, on a, I almost want to say it and I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx it, but I will tell you this, that I won't tell anybody. I promise. No, I right. Keep it to yourself. Um, we are about ready to actually work with a group that um, to utilize drones in the effective scouting and rescue of sex trafficked children. I love it. Huge. Yeah. So I'm very excited with Byron about Wolf? that. That's where I have to stop speaking. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything here. I got so it. Okay, cool. It has, it's not common knowledge yet, but we sure. are working. We are working on a on a project that will address it once it once I can talk about it. Trust me, I'm going to be blabbing it all over the place because I have a big mouth and I know how to use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other piece is, is that you know really working with business owners, uh, like drone entrepreneurs, to figure out how they can become better business owners. I, I find that fascinating. I find that fascinating because you said. Um, that's a huge community. We were talking about this before we started the interview, that whole drone community. But just because you're talented, you can use a drone doesn't mean you know how to run a business. So that's a very, 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 very good niche. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for you. Let, let's talk a little Thank bit you. about that. Yeah. Um, and then the last piece is just passive income. You know, different, different e-commerce opportunities um, that pretty much can roll on autopilot with a little bit of, you know, tapping and keep the ball in play on the field. Right. So what, what type of things are you, are you putting together for these, for this drone community to help them, you know, get their, get their ducks in a row? Yeah. So in October, on October 28th, um, we are going to be, we'll, we'll actually start taking registrations here soon. Um, we're actually doing a um, business planning event. Um, we'll have 20 seats available. Uh, it's going to be over at uh, iFly. And if anybody wants to get into the indoor wind tunnel, we'll go ahead and do it. Um, you know, it's, it, this is a great place down in the Virginia beach area to make a weekend out of something like that. So like Saturday, we'll take, you know, anybody that wants to stay for the weekend down on a, on a ghost tour, um, and of the area, we know some pretty spooky haunted places and it's Halloween weekend. Um, and it's, October's a really good time, honestly, to start thinking about what is your next year going to look like? Because your business literally changes every 90 days. It yeah. changes every month, but Really, the only way that you can effectively pivot is is really looking at okay. So, what are you what are you forecasting for the next ninety days, and what have you learned from the past ninety days? And the process that I've been using for many years, personally myself, teaching it to other business leaders, I've now formulated it into an annual planning event, and that's what's going to take place this October. We'll actually invite people to come back and open up to more people who want to come in in February on how they can effectively look to plan for Q2 in Q1. And then likewise, Q, you know, in Q2 for Q3 and really, really, really take a hardcore look at like, where are the opportunities? What kind of help do you need to be successful? And what are the tools out there to yeah. do it? So you basically empower them to, to, to learn what they don't know uh, that, that they don't know. Uh, in the world exactly. of, of, of right. business. Right. Or even remind yourself, not that you've forgotten, but just remind yourself. Cause there's like through the, you know, when you do your own individual self-development, we like we've heard a lot of this stuff over years. I've heard the same thing, and we're both part of Apex, love Apex. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of the same things over the 
you know, last, I don't even know, 20 years that I've been, 30 years that I've been working on developing myself, but you don't remember to use them. You don't forget them, but you don't remember to call them into an existence and, and figure out how does this work to empower you to move forward? How does it support you? And sometimes things fall off. And there's nothing wrong with revisiting those things over time periodically because where you were when you first heard them is not where you are when you have been refreshed on them. Yeah, you are. Isn't that the truth? But it's, yeah. it's a constant refresher. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's not... Uh... It's not the, I used to, I remember I used to be a personal development junkie. I was actually, if you ask me, I'm a personal development virtuoso. <laughs> I mean, Tony Robbins, <laughs> Landmark Forum, you name it. Oh, Landmark it, right? Forum. And then I don't do shit after the event. And then I wonder, you know, why I'm not getting results. But I went to the yeah. event, but I don't understand. I thought it was a breakthrough. What is a breakthrough? It, it I, should be magically implanted in me. Yeah. I speak and the all, language. All, But all of the breakthroughs and all of the ahas or whatever you want to call it moments, those unpack as we learn the lesson, as the journey yeah. continues to unpack yeah. and we finally, ah, got it. I get it. I never used to understand this. I'll give you a quick example. People would say, Sebastian, when you step into your power, it will absolutely be a game changer. Everything yep. you could ever imagine will be available. And I'm like, step forward. I'm in my power. And I would say it. The only small deficit there was the belief system. I didn't yes. literally believe yeah. that I was a, a powerful, lovable, authentic leader. I could say it. It rolled off my tongue. Now I say it. I feel it. I embrace it. I embody it. It's a whole different ballgame. And I think that that's that that's the downside with personal development. We go, we learn a bunch it's like church, you go to church, like sermon was all about all for me. Pastor was talking right to me. And you go home we go right back to our life. We flick somebody off in the church parking lot and it's all <laughs> downhill from there. And that's just pretty much how, you know, the, the world was. But personal development works the same way. You know, we get, we get into this, we get, we, it's, it's, it, listen, there's, there's nothing feels better than being at a Tony Robbins event and oh, walking I, on I, fire and doing it. Oh like my nothing gosh. Nothing feels better. You know, I, I had, I went to one, I like my mom bought tickets years ago. I had no idea who this dude was. And I was like, oh my gosh. Right. I even yeah, heard yeah. Trump speak at one. I heard our, uh, Schwarzkopf. He spoke, I, I swear to God, listening to him, I thought I needed to stand up and like, be at attention. And it was, it was, you know, Larry King, a chance to hear him speak Yeah, a bunch yeah. of other amazing people. And, but you know, the thing is, is that if you're going to, everybody should be working on developing themselves if they don't. And, mm -hmm. and people who are frustrated is because you're not expanding yourself. You're not putting right. yourself in a learning capacity. What you learn, you now have to, you know, as, as humans, we're only going to absorb what's relevant. Yeah. And we may recall or remember something that doesn't really necessarily apply, but we will only execute on what's relevant. But if you only absorb what's relevant and never execute on it, it doesn't really mean anything. So the first hour after I get up, get the dog walked, we have a little fox that likes to walk with us. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's a baby. That is hilarious. Yes, I even nicknamed him Braveheart. He just trots right <laughs> along with us. He's like, you know, 20 feet away. He's like, how's it going? You know, 
sniffs everywhere where my dog pees and it's just, it's hilarious. And so we get back and the very first thing I do is I grab my coffee and I spend an hour literally working on myself. I mean, Tony Robbins calls it his power, his hour power hour or yeah, hour yeah. power, whatever he calls it. But that's what I do. I sit down and I nourish myself first. And all those things that you just said that we don't do when I sit down and I take care of myself first thing in the day, I actually have a stronger mindset to get me through all of the stuff, positive and negative, that happens in the next 12 hours. And it has made a huge difference. I sit down, I do that. The second thing I do, I do all my social media stuff takes me about an hour now because I got a lot of channels and a lot of this. And this is the stuff that I can't schedule um, or don't schedule, but I have it pre-planned out. So all I need to do is just follow my roadmap. And then by nine o'clock, I'm sitting down. If I've got client work, I'm doing client work. If I have to send emails, I can send emails. And literally by 12 o'clock, I have put in more in one day than most people are capable of doing in like 14 hours. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily see even say time management. I think it's, uh, yeah. what, what, you know, what we're choosing to spend time to I'm same way for first thing in the morning, it's all about fueling up with some caffeine, which I shouldn't even be able to drink coffee. It should be illegal <laughs> for individuals like myself to drink coffee. You need a license but for it. I get a good <laughs> couple, uh, I'm hooked on that on that uh on that hawaii coffee after spending 10 days over there i was i came back found found imagine i come back with just the coffee from oh, the, which one did you get i didn't get the one i wanted i wanted kai okay a i i had yeah. it in waikiki it was mind-blowing yeah i'm like let me buy a pound of that and then i was like no i'm not gonna spend 40 bucks on a pound of coffee right now and then i never did and i ended up just grabbing something from uh ABC stores, ABC that, are on, stores. Yeah, that are on every yeah, corner. They're like everywhere. And yeah. it was like, oh, it's it's okay. But the K-Cups that I get from the Kauai Nepali Coast blend on Amazon, far superior. So they were on sale for six bucks per box. So I ended up just loading yeah. up on that the day after I got I probably well, should have brought some home. But I, I think I did track down the Kai coffee. Um, and I'm sure I can get it shipped to me for some ludicrous amount of money. But that stuff was <laughs> liquid gold. I know when I, when I go back home, it's because that's one of my homes. I I sort of grew up in Hawaii and uh, I go back as often as I can. And the first thing I do, like literally within the first 24 hours, I go to Long's, I go and I get my favorite Hawaiian coffee. It is the Hawaiian islands in the white bag. Yes. Vanilla macadamia nut. The vanilla and the macadamia nut is amazing. Okay. And then I ship it all back. So then by the time I get home, it's literally waiting for me when I get back. All right, and hold I on like a second. You said Hawaiian coffee company. Of it. Hawaiian, Hawaiian coffee. Hawaiian Island. Yeah. A Hawaiian Island. Yes. I had this in, I had just the medium Hawaiian Island. Oh, you got to get the vanilla macadamia nut. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm all about it. But I'm talking, they just had the K cups in my, in my, in my, um, oh, dude, don't hotel do room. Yeah. Don't do the K cups. Get the little, get the little filter thing. And then you, you scoop the coffee in yourself. Right. I, no, I got that too. That's what I did with coffee. the, uh, with, with oh. the ABC store. Oh, oh, oh uh, I, I got you. But I'm this sorry. Kauai coffee on Amazon automatically comes in the eco-friendly yeah. little cups and it is, but now I'm intrigued because the, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Cause like it was, I kept on telling my mom, I was like, this it's, is it Hawaiian paradise or Hawaiian Island? Hawaiian Island. Okay. So it's there's, a Hawaiian, there's a Hawaiian paradise too. Yeah. That's so it, one, it's a that's Kona blend. About. Yeah, it's a Kona blend is what it is. And and it's just, it's super smooth coffee. And then 
that vanilla macadamia nut. Oh. Okay. I'm I'm doing it. I'm gonna hunt it down. <laughs> I'm 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 totally going to uh to, to hunt it down. So what would you say you've been your biggest lesson over the past 30 years through HR and now getting into doing several different ventures and becoming a serial entrepreneur? What's the biggest lesson? You know what? My biggest lesson is stop listening to people who are telling you you can or can't do you can't do something or that you should be doing something when they've never walked the path. Sure. You know, I grew up a I don't want to say confident person. I I wasn't, but I didn't have a problem saying what was on my mind and through a series of uh, encounters with a lot of people in my life, I actually suppressed that because I was told that nobody wants to be around somebody like that. And I, I literally thought I was broken. I literally thought I was a defective human being. And it wasn't honestly until just a few years ago when I made the decision to like, I was miserable forever my whole life trying to figure out why I didn't feel like I was liked or why I just, why I didn't fit. And I just went, you know what? Screw it. If you either love me or leave me. And and I have no problems leaving you behind if you're not, you know, aligned with who I am and you can't accept me. I accept everybody for who they are. It, sure. it doesn't matter to me, you know, because you're out here. Why would I focus my attention on what you're doing in life? If you want to go do this, if you want to go do that, if you want to go be whoever or whatever it is that you want, go do it. Everybody should have that. But nobody has the right to tell me how to live. And nobody has the right to tell me how to be. If I want to be a badass, and and what I mean by that is literally exist in my own empowerment and with my own confidence and believe in who I am and what I stand for and be okay with having an opinion about something and you not agreeing with it, then I'm going to be that badass. Yeah. It's a decision, right? It is. It's a complete decision. And the hardest decision to make around that is to be that around the people that you love the most that aren't willing to accept you for it. And it's That's okay to hard. love those people from a distance. Yes, you do. It certainly is. That's even a healthy... if they're even if they're your own family, you have to love oh, them. Those are my That's number one. Part. I mean my 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 family. That's like top of the list of uh compartmentalizing in a healthy way and loving from a distance. So much freedom available when we uh make a decision to go and do that. Family does not equal uh toxicity. Yeah. No. Yeah, I would agree. So, you know, and and to be a badass, but yet know that you're not arrogant. Know that I mean some people are gonna perceive you as being arrogant, and that's not on you, that's on them. Yeah. If I you like know to... where you're coming from, then you're not arrogant. Exactly. Well, you stand in your truth and you know, I, I always like to say, you know, humble with a splash of Kanye. <laughs> Brenda, it's been so I'm fun. I'm with a splash of Jack Daniels. <laughs> that too. Yeah, Kanye and a little slash of Jack. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
That's what Brenda, I want. It's uh, it's been so fun getting to know you a, a little bit better through through means of this conversation, and uh, I'm encouraged by what you're up to. You got your uh, thank you. Y- you got your hands in fire over there, up to some really exciting, really cool stuff, and uh, I can't wait to hear about it. You got that event coming up at the end of October. Uh, if you're in the drone community in the Virginia Beach vicinity as well, make sure you connect with Brenda. I'll make sure to put all of your information in the description of this podcast episode so you can reach out and connect with her uh, as well. Uh, Brenda, thanks again for your time. Thank you so much. This has been a blast and enjoy the coffee. Absolutely. I totally am. I'm going to screen share as soon as we get done here and I'm going to be like, is this the one? I think I found it. Yeah. I have found the golden, <laughs> the golden coffee. Here, golden egg. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank, thanks again, Brenda. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Beyond the Story podcast. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. Be sure to appreciate it. Signing off from the podcast, launchlab.com studios. We'll talk to you next time.